0: Welcome to the Biz Design Enterprise Architecture Podcast. I'm your host, Will Hardison, and in these podcasts, we talk to leaders in the areas of enterprise architecture and how they and their teams deliver value to their organizations to advance strategy, optimize operations, and reduce and manage risks. Now, let's get down to business. Welcome back to the Enterprise Architecture Podcast produced by BizDesign. I'm Will Hardison, your host and one of the marketing managers here at BizDesign. Now, today's episode features a recording from our annual global event, BD Connect. This recording was taken from our 2023 edition featuring Matthias Shulton entitled How to Build Better Workflows for Enterprise and Solution Architects. Now, if you're more of a visual learner, we do have an on-demand version of Matthias' entire presentation available on our website. Just visit BizDesign.com, click on resources, and then events, and you'll scroll a little bit down until you see BD Connect 2023, and you'll be able to watch his entire presentation along with many others right there on demand. Okay, now let's set the stage for today's podcast. So Solution architects design solutions to solve complex business problems and achieve business outcomes. This requires collaboration with business stakeholders, other architectural disciplines, change management and operations. So how can solution architects get their design work done faster while raising the quality and impact of their deliverables? How can they effectively collaborate with enterprise and other architects? And how can enterprise and solution architects be better together and accelerate digital transformation? Well, Matthias will share insights into how architects can improve their collaboration for digital transformation. He'll demonstrate BizDesign's horizons, latest capabilities, and best practices for enterprise and solution architecture management. Now, I give you Matthias Schulten with his 2023 BD Connect presentation
1: all right good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you're dialing in from thanks for joining this session on how to build better workflows for enterprise and solution architects in track number two of pd connect um thanks for joining um first of all a bit of housekeeping please uh, share your feedback and questions during the session in the chat we'll monitor the chat and we'll get back to all questions whether it's not today then it's, uh, after the event, we'll make sure to answer all of your uh, questions and attend to your feedback. A uh, short intro of myself, my name is Matthijs Scholten, I'm product innovation manager, business design, all about visual communication and bringing that together um, in our business design platform, Horizon. And I'm um, yeah, very happy to be able to uh, to build that platform uh, with great colleagues and great customers. So. You know, we have this vision of change by design at BizDesign. We really believe that uh, in order to execute your transformation with confidence, you need to be able to see the full picture and find the right path. And um, I think the concept of BizDesign is more uh, justified more than ever um, as uh, companies, uh, large enterprises, they are accelerating their investment year on year on year on year in digital transformation. The pace of digital transformation is rapidly increasing. 97% of executives is, is, is indicating that However, still, seven out of ten initiatives uh, on digital transformation they fail, and it's yeah, it's it's of course uh, you know also due a lack uh, due to a lack of information and communication that this is happening, and you know this is also because many of our organizations they look like this, they're very complex, and you might have seen this picture presented by my colleague Peter Mathiesen on how complex organizations have become, also because they've put digital high on the agenda. Uh, lots of data, lots of systems, ever-growing—you uh, know—digital uh, landscapes, uh, big transformations ahead. Um, so, in this session, I'll focus on uh, positioning you as an architect, but I'll also make it really practical. And I'm, you know, very keen to share share with you, uh, or you know, or best practices on enterprise and solution architecture, and to give you some inspiration on uh, how to make that happen, and to share you some of the upcoming things at BizDesign and how we further plan to standardize and set the standard for AEA and solution architecture. Um, so, first of all, I want to position you, I want to get to know the audience a bit. So, um, I've created uh, two axes, um, uh, business strategy to change delivery, the vertical axis and horizontal axis enterprise to business domain focus. And I kind of want to position you on this playing field, you in this audience. Um, for example, if you're a solution architect or domain architect working uh, as designer in an organization, very focused on implementation or you know, very focused on a specific business domain. Or maybe you're a product owner, product manager, uh, more on the business and strategy side of things, together with business management and uh, the C-suite of your organization. Or you're maybe, having, or you maybe have a broader coverage of the enterprise, being an enterprise architect, being a designer, and making you know three to five year, uh, five year long roadmaps. And maybe you're connected to those, that, those you know strategic kind of zones uh, and the and the technical zones as well, where actually implementation is happening. Maybe you're connected to engineering and operations. So this big kind of spectrum of business designers, but also strategists and and change uh, stakeholders and implementation uh, um, resources and people um, is a very interesting playing field that we can position ourselves into. So to see where you guys are uh, in this playing field, um, I have this question for you. If you look at your agenda, um, where do you spend most of your time and efforts? So I'm very curious to see, um, there's a poll running right now, you can find the polling area, in which transformation zone are you spending most of your time and efforts? That's my question. Is it on the strategy side, the red kind of bubble? Is it on the design side, the yellow kind of bubble? Or is it on the uh, green side, the uh, change bubble? Are you fully focused on that on that area? So uh, where do you spend most of your time? Just to see how this is uh, how this is evolving, uh, that helps also help me to to you know, create my story. So I see a lot of votes coming in. Uh, I see most of the votes currently on design. Most of you are in design, which makes sense. I mean, we're here in design, right? So it, makes, so it makes complete sense. Then there is uh, some votes coming in uh, on strategy as well. Yeah, I see most of the votes going into design. Uh, so it's design, followed by strategy, followed by change. That's what we see right now. Okay. OK, so most of you are in the design in the design bubble. Thanks, uh, thanks for that. We'll, 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 rec- we'll record that. Um, next question is, um, looking at your current zone, current transformation zone, what's your collaboration strategy for the future? So obviously, you're not in the bubble here. You're not in the silo. You have to collaborate across these different zones. Um, what's your collaboration strategy for the future? So do you want to continue focusing focus on your current zone? Option one, do you want to change your zone? Or option three, do you want to expand into other zones? So, you know, kind of a continuation, change, or expansion. That's what I'm looking for. Curious to see what kind of, what's kind of happening. I see uh, some patterns emerging already. I see most of you are actually looking to expand into other zones or either continue focusing on the current zone. No one is voting for changing your zone. That's great. So you've chosen, you know, you've chosen the, the, the right job. <laughs> okay. I see. Um, 75 of the, yeah, over 75% of the audience looking to expand into other zones, which is great because the demo that I've prepared on enterprise and solution architecture is all about, about that and how you can be better together, uh, how enterprise architects and solution architects can be better together. So um, this will uh, show you uh, some of the ideas that we have around guided solution architecture design with BizDesign Horizon. So we have lots of customers who are standardizing the way they do architecture. And this is what we you know. We're, we as and also want to pitch in and want to help you standardize on architecture design. So um, I'm going to focus most of the session on demonstrating that. And I'm very keen for your questions. Very keen for um, for your perspective on this. So please use the chat to give feedback, like things you are missing or wondering about, or to share maybe some questions, stuff that's maybe not uh, not clear to you. So um, yeah, just as example here, I think we're really seeing the emergence of dynamic architectures where stakeholders of all backgrounds can actually unite, you know, around different design products, different design deliverables that, you know, help change uh, result in business outcomes. So I'm um, um, yeah, keen to share a demo with how this looks like in, in practice. So this is a sneak peek of some of the stuff that's coming up at BizDesign uh, in, in BizDesign solutions. And um, yeah, this is, a, you know, our attempt to basically try to pull together all the amazing stuff that our customers are already doing today and kind of standardize on that. So that's what you can expect for, uh, for this demo. And For this demo, I need to make a slight modification to my screen share. So hopefully that works. Give me a moment here. All right, let's get started. So what we're going to do is we're going to focus on uh, solution architecture management. So uh, we're basically going to look at how your journey in Enterprise Studio uh, would start and how you can actually speed up your design work and raise the bar on quality and impact. And um, we're basically going to show you how we uh, are crafting a guided approach for doing your architectural work as an administrator of your work uh, or as an actual architect, individual architect, or as a lead architect being in charge of reviewing Uh, architectural work so let's start with the administrator let's say you're in a large bank and you want to start creating a new solution architecture project there's also some back uh, back kind of admin work that you need to do but we're not focusing on that right now so we're focusing on creating a new solution architecture product then you're actually able to uh, create a new project uh, right from the ui here and uh, you can actually give it a name for example payment execution because you are in the payments domain and you're a solution architect in charge of payments transformation so this will then uh, open up behind the scenes. It will generate a coach view, a coach view that you might have seen as well in the MRN session uh, right before this one in the same track, a coach view that kind of standardizes the architecture work for you as a solution architect. So we see a lot of organizations, a lot of business and clients standardizing the way of working. If you have hundreds of solution architects, but even, let's say, for, with 10 solution architects and, and more, uh, it's important to integrate their work in a, in a, in a reliable and a repeatable way. So. What we've done is we've, uh, in this case, we've allowed our customer um, in the bank to set up a standard structure, a standard model package structure, uh, where not only this coach is generated for the new project, so it's instantiated for every new project, but also there is a folder around change initiatives with a work in progress area. And here you can actually find all the work in progress projects. There's not that many. There's a duplicate here because of the demo. Sorry about that, but I think it's quite clear what you'll see here you will see all uh, pre-generated uh, views in a content model for this specific payment execution project. So for every solution architect, we'll go through the same kind of deliverables because this standard is set from a central point of view. And we're not sure how that works right now. But behind the scenes, there's a master template uh, in place. So. Um, this will show you all kinds of views, like current state views, impact of change views, scoping views, etc. And we'll just go through the modeling and kind of review process and reporting process that we we'll, can go through as an uh, as, as an architect here. So let's uh, let's start with some architecture design work. And first, uh, let's start on uh, scoping the architecture for payment execution. So this is more uh, strategic work, um, and as you can see, this is, can be this can be documented. The, the whole approach can be documented, so everyone knows what to do. Uh, this is a template, a pre-filled template, but also a bit empty. Um, there's some guidance here for the modeler to know, hey, what should I put where? And This leads to more consistent, but also more appealing and consumable architecture deliverables. And for this architecture scoping view, we're going to make use of our repository structure. It's a nice best practice structure by Design with uh, catalogs where you can uh, look at existing stuff. This is read-only kind of content. In this case, we're going to uh, connect this uh, project with a business capability on the top right and i'm now currently modeling a strategy a course of action namely that the bank one needs to establish a number one digital user experience so um, that that being said we also need to uh, add some more business architecture elements so this is a very strategic kind of picture you might discuss this with for example business managers or product owners product managers and other involved specialists and architects so let's say we need a couple of finance products here uh, to be in scope of the architectural project is like a uh, solution context kind of view which you're now creating. Uh, there's a payment product of the bank called Mobile Fast Pay that needs to transform along with the payment execution capability. As you can see, it's not a lot of modeling, a lot of auto-generation of, of the content as there's already relations existing in the model. Um, so very nice for uh, for drawing current state, but also these kind of scope and contextual views. So we have our architecture scoping view in place. That was easy. Uh, we followed the steps and the standard, so let's continue the journey and focus a bit more on uh, capturing capturing current state. So here, um, again, some requirements that you could set all uh, controllable for you as a customer, you can set the standard on it. Um, here you can see a current state view, also simple template, high-level system with some old-school technologies that need to be phased out. Um, and uh, yeah, you could integrate more data, for example, uh, you could uh, go and integrate some data from ServiceNow, from the IT Service Management tool, um, that they have, and uh, you could actually, uh, yeah, for example, drag and drop a current state business application and use it in your current state design. Um, just demonstrate that we're not going to actually use this for this uh, example, but I want to show you how you can easily leverage data from uh, you know, external sources like ServiceNow to be uh, incorporated in your design work, in your design flow. So um, going back to the coach, uh, it's not just about current state; it's about future state. It's about designing the future and managing change. So uh, describing a target state is what we're up to do next. And uh, in doing so, uh, we use the same template as for the current state, but we'll extend it with um, basically a change component. So on left hand side, you have the as is, and then there's a change component that highlights the you know the course of action, the strategy but also the project called Payment Execution that's actually uh, responsible for transforming this you know, point monolithic application B payment into a digital payments platform, uh, supported by all kinds of modern technologies and, and technology services. Um, however, um, you can see there's also some inconsistencies on this view visually, and we have set some conventions for a target state architecture. That's also happened behind the scenes, happened upfront, and with a click of a button, you can visit the quality menu in Enterprise Studio, you can actually see that uh, the relationships drawn here from these three technologies to the digital payments platform are not consistent with the way uh, they need to be uh, created. So we're changing them from, um, let's see, we're changing them from a uh, realization relation into a serving relation. And we do another check before we uh, later on submit this. So we know we apply apply all standards. And now we have a fully conformant diagram. So this is just a very simple example, but you can imagine you can uh, yeah, start... Um, enforcing your uh, your modeling standards, so we all speak the same language. We don't confuse or target audience, etc. Next to that, um, we can include a lot of you know other data as well. So let's include some security architecture work here and uh, imp- implementing some you know designs for access control, some objectives and controls for access control. I must say, so for example, this digital payments platform uh, needs to adhere to the um, control objective user access management from the ISO. IEC 27001 standard, so we're modeling these uh, this this objective, including the measure, already automated, automatically connected, and connecting it to the digital payments platform that needs to realize this uh, this as a requirement. So we're kind of doing it, you know, not just fit for purpose by you know looking at the strategy, but also secure by design. Next to that. Um, with target state in place, um, let's have a look at Horizon. In Horizon, this coach is basically a deliverable, a deliverable that can be reviewed by the stakeholders making use of Horizon, but not necessarily creating the, the data themselves. So a very easy, easily accessible environment with the same kind of content. Um, and also here, uh, all the content can be, can be viewed and can be reviewed. So in this case, we'll continue looking at the architecture, target architecture design. Let's say I'm a security architect who has submitted this to Horizon for review by, uh, for example, a risk officer in this business domain of payments. So this risk officer would then be able to uh, actually set some data uh, on, set some measures on, set some data on the control strength. So in this case, this control measure for user registration, uh, this risk officer indicates that it needs to be uh, high And that is actually a must-have requirement for this payments platform. So in this case, stakeholders that are not necessarily designing the future state are actually involved in the future state design process in a very easy and focused manner. All right. But then, um, yeah. We have connected models. We're not just drawing pretty pictures here. These are all living and breathing architectures. So this digital payments platform, already multiple people have worked on it. You can see a lot of relationships, a lot of views, a lot of data around it. And this allows us to drill down into other deliverables, like the actual internals, internal architecture, so the application and data and and process architecture of the digital payments platform. So you can review its contents. Um, You could also drill down into other systems. For example, this external payment validation app that, uh, you know is involved with an important payment validation service, you can actually drill down into that system and look, in some, look into some of the you know data flows with that system and other systems to stay in control of all the data flowing from, from left to right, top to bottom. And um, yeah, you can also create different kinds of viewpoints here. For example, you can transform this one in a metro map that shows in a more consumable way the relationships between applications in terms of the information that flows between them. So you have a lot of options uh, with, uh, with our platform to visualize things and tailor them to your stakeholders, to your audience, while you're doing your your architectural work. So back to our coach, you can also go back to the start page here. Uh, Very easy navigation. Um, And yeah, we've we've done a lot of work. Um, We've also worked a bit on the transitions. Um, So we do some uh, application migration planning, for example, here. How can we actually go from current to transition to target architecture in the next two years or so? And here you can see how that will work in practice. Also another out of the box template that we plan to ship to our customers. So you can use them as an inspiration. You can use them to make it your own and tailor them to your own needs, which is an example of uh, what an, an, an architecture transition state view could look like based on the best practices of our customers. All right, back to Enterprise Studio. A lot of architecture work has been done. So let's do a governance check. Let's make sure I uh, check in my work for review with the lead architect. So here again, I can see my architecture views, and I can then actually set set some uh, values on the project on this payment execution project. And I'm basically marking this as ready for review. And I'm going to assign the date of today. Um, so here as a solution architect, I can work together with other architects, uh, often lead architects or enterprise architects that would like to you know, g- do a review of my, of my solution design work. So if I would be a lead architect, um, I have a different kind of overview. I am actually checking things from a, from a bigger perspective. I'm looking at um, reviewing the views that this architect has submitted. In this case, I have submitted this, this project, but I'm also able to, um, to actually, as a lead architect, to um, go through these views individually, as I said. I'll slow down a bit to give you a uh, moment to review what I'm saying. I can also then promote uh, content later on. So this is not just um, you know approving some, some diagrams. Uh, it also is managing and running a repository. So based on my review, I can actually promote the elements and relations created in these diagrams to my main catalogs in the model browser, in the repository, or I can do that with separate views or folders. So it's also a way to run the repository next to just uh, focusing on the content of the project, which makes it very convenient because then later on all this stuff will become available as read-only content for other architects to use in their designs. So it's a nice kind of uh, workflow between uh, the process steps and the content. In this case, I'll approve the architecture. After which I can also then promote. But for time, you know, for time restrictions, we're not going to uh, not going to do that right now. Um, back to, uh, back to our coach, back to the main overview and, uh, back to a very interesting aspect of architecture governance. So let's say you are in an organization, uh, with, uh, a few dozens of architects, it could be, it could be a lot more as well. Um, you'd like to get an overall overview of who is doing what and what's our impact. So for that, we're preparing an out of the box architecture governance dashboard for our customers that they can leverage based on our standards. And um, it looks like this. Um, It shows uh, the total number of, uh, you know, work packages, projects in the repository, for example, this payment execution project. And it shows who are the involved owners of the change or the portfolio owners, as we call them, but it could be any kind of owner, uh, depending on your terminology, the business management involved in those those projects. What the architecture status is of those projects, uh, not just now, but also which architectures we approved over the last few years. Or, for example, per portfolio of owner. for example, this guy called Hayden, how many architects have been approved, how many are relevant, how many are ready for review. And then actually uh, yeah, also a way to drill down a bit deeper into the different architectures and drill down into uh, the details of, of all the architectures. So uh, a nice way to stay in control of all the architecture work being done across your organization. So. We've shown a design process. We've shown, uh, uh, you know, uh, the standardized coach views that we're uh, going to roll out at our customers. Um, A lot of ways to, yeah, leverage data from the repository, but also structure your repository, run your repository in a more efficient way, unlocking all this information for large groups of architects and their stakeholders in getting digital transformation right. So um, that's been a lot of content, um, I can imagine. So um, yeah, let's see if there's uh, some, um, some time for maybe one or two questions. I think we have a, maybe one minute left. I'm not sure how much. Let me again, pop up my screen here. And uh, we have one minute left. So let me see what comes in. Someone says, uh, hi, some of this looks a lot like the EdiFit model governance editing." <laughs> yeah, well, well said, uh, Mike. So um, yeah, we have a partner called Edifit, and uh, they've also been working a lot on getting architecture governance right. We're working closely together with them, and the process we're currently in is uh, being uh, yeah, being in, in charge of uh, standardizing this for all our customers. So we're standardizing this across our customer base. Um, Kelvin asks, uh, for organizations that still need to publish EA artifacts, EAG for external partners, what capabilities are planned? Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of time to answer that question, Kelvin, but we're looking into um, also enterprise, uh, enterprise architecture as a service approaches to roll out architecture to more organizations and distrib- have them distributed to their clients, for example. Um, I'll get back to you that on a separate note. I'd love to do that. So thanks for this. Um, yeah, I need to end this. Um, we've reached the end now. Um, it's time to move to, to regroup on the main stage to announce the competition winners and the closing remarks. And you don't need to do anything. You will be automatically redirected uh, and pushed. I would, say, I would say pushed to the main stage uh, in a few moments. So thanks for now. Take care. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast featuring Matias Schulten. Now, if you're hungry for more, you can head over to bizdesign.com. Click on resources where you'll see white papers, guides, other webinars and podcasts. Plenty of material to keep you extremely busy researching enterprise architecture. Now, did you know that 75% of people who listen to this podcast subscribe to it? Yeah, if you're not a subscriber, it's pretty easy. Just click the subscribe button. We'd love to have you as a subscriber. Now, if you've got a guest that you would like to recommend, simply email podcast at bizdesign.com we'd love an introduction to an awesome guest within the enterprise architecture space. Well, until next time, we'll see you in a future state.